Good evening, high school football fans. This is the High School Football America radio show for November 10th, 2017. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Coming to you on a Friday night instead of a Thursday night. We took a a trip to the Midwest checking out the uh, Illinois high school football playoffs heading into the quarterfinal round this weekend. And now we're back in Southern California for a big night of high school football all across the country. A lot of top 100 games already in the books as uh, Texas closes out its regular season this week. And uh, places like Nevada... They had uh, a lot of action last night in the 4A classification. Bishop Gorman, nationally ranked in the High School Football America Top 100, the number one team in Nevada, trying to defend its eight straight state championships there. And we actually uh, put out the Nevada Top 10 already, our High School Football America rankings, national, regional, and statewide all produced with our proprietary algorithm. It's going to be a fun night in the top 100. Make sure that you keep up with all the games as they uh, go along. You can check them out live with our live scoreboards powered by ScoreStream. And don't forget, before you go out to a game tonight, make sure you download the ScoreStream app at uh, Google Play or in the iTunes Store. Once you do that, you're able to let everybody around the nation know what's happening right where you are, right at that game, right at that moment, by putting up the scores, putting up photos, putting up video. It's a cool way to promote your favorite team and your favorite players, your favorite community by doing that at ScoreStream. The rest of our uh, partners here tonight on the show are Crossover and Echo 1612, two competitive ways uh, to give yourself, I should say, a competitive edge. They are a competitive ways type of technology crossover, breaking down your game film for you, and Echo 1612 giving you instant replay on your sidelines eight seconds after the play is finished. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport, the makers of the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Yeah, they keep those pesky rubber field turf pellets out of your shoes and give you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. All you have to do is go to TDIRazor.com. That's Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. You can get to all of our partners by going to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, clicking on the banner ad, and uh, you'll get uh, special treatment when you do it that way. If you go on to... uh, the TDI Razor site, and you use our special code HSFA, you will get a 30% discount on your order. That's right. Over 20 great colors. You got to check them out at the debrisinhibitor.com's website, which is tdirazor.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at USA Today, hss.com. Follow us throughout the weekend uh, on social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. Our uh, Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. And our handle for High School Football America is on Twitter is HSFB America. You can also uh, follow us on Instagram. Our handle there is also HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Big show for you tonight, but before we get to uh, who we have on the show, want to let everybody know that the uh, the job board, the, the, the new career that you may be looking for is at High School Football America's Coaches Job Board. All you have to do is go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, click on Coaching Jobs. I think right now we have over a dozen head coaching opportunities out there for you, and it's real easy to search. As as the season comes to a close here, we're going to get more and more jobs up uh, on the board. We've been doing it since 2014. I think we're uh, over 5,000 job listings we've had since 2014. If you want to post an opening, just email us at jobposting at highschoolfootballamerica.com. 
It's completely, completely searchable, whether you want to look for a, a, a job, a, a football coaching job where you, uh, you have your teaching certificate in math. You can just put in math, and it will print out. If there are you know, programs out there looking for math teachers, it will come up that way for you. So you'll love it. Go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. We're also, uh, after kind of retweaking it a little bit, we're going to be launching coachesjobboard.com. And uh, that will be for all the jobs outside of football. And all of that is easily gettable by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Great show tonight, all about Southern California. We're going to be talking with a legendary coach. And, and you know, uh, legendary usually means you've won a lot of football games and you've been around a long time. Bob Johnson, the head coach at Mission Viejo here in Southern California, closed out his regular season, a perfect 10-0 and by beating San Clemente. Uh, last week, Mission Viejo number 21 in the High School Football America top 100 this week. And Bob Johnson is going to come on and talk about uh, a great end to the uh, the regular season. He still has a lot more to go, hopefully, uh, as uh, the Division One playoffs here in Southern California, the CIS, CIF Southern section, Division One, the, the toughest division when it comes to the playoffs, I believe, in America. And they will be uh, opening up with their first round game tonight. But Bob Johnson will talk about what was a really fun, emotional Friday for him last week as he ended up uh, with a perfect 10-0 regular season walking off the field, beating a, a team that was 9-0 coming in, San Clemente, just outside of the High School Football America Top 100. They beat them to win the South Coast Championship. Uh, it's it's going to be tough for Bob to go out with a, a, a state championship here in um, – in Southern California, reason for that is the uh, the private schools out here in Division One are very very good, kind of a, a notch above, if you will. And Bob will talk about that coming up on the show. And speaking of the CIF Southern Section Division One playoffs, also on the show tonight, Corona Centennial, number seven on the High School Football America Top One Hundred. We always talk about their great offense. Uh, Tanner McKee, the uh, the five-star quarterback for the Huskies, always able to put up a lot of points. But, uh, you know, they, they get to those championship games or deep into the playoffs out here as a direct result of good, solid defensive play. And we're going to talk with the, uh, the team's top linebacker, Cam Pitcher, coming up on High School Football America tonight. So we're going to take our first break here uh, from all of our partners. And then when we come back, we're going to talk with Bob Johnson, the legendary coach, 300-plus wins, a state championship several years ago at Mission Viejo. It's his first ever. Uh, it's going to be a fun chat with Bob. Bob. Bob likes to go in all kinds of different directions, and he usually never minces words, and I guarantee you he's not going to do that tonight. So stay tuned for that. Bob Johnson, when we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection 
data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's game film breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in. It's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football.
This portion of High School Football America is brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, for the longtime listeners of this show, you know I enjoy moments like this. Whenever I get to uh, talk to a coach that uh, I can put legendary in front of his name, I get to learn something. And uh, since I moved out here, in 2012, I have gotten to know a, a gentleman who uh, just closed out the regular season on his very long and, and, and very good career. Bob Johnson at Mission Viejo was on the line. I actually got to meet Bob back in 1986 when El Toro, his team then, played the first ever interstate game taking on Whitehall in Pennsylvania, but I've gotten to know Coach Johnson since we're out here. I, I, I love him. I love his style. He's that, he's that old guy that I like, and I don't mean you're old, Bob, but I, I'm just saying you, you, do it the way, <laughs> you, you do it the way I like to, which is uh, kind of, you know, uh, the, the 80s style of football still works, I think, to a certain extent, at least on discipline. So welcome to the show and glad to have you on it. Well, thank you very much, and uh, Jeff, it's been a pleasure all these years. Whitehall was a was an awesome, fun time back there, and and we've had many, many since, and it's just uh, I've been very blessed. Yes, you and you've always said that you're 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 always very humble about things, and I guess the best place to start we we've, we've got playoffs ahead, and there's that dream of going out like a Ted Williams, you know, hitting hitting a home run or a state championship. But let's just talk about last Friday, your final regular season game. Unfortunately, I was in Chicago. Your son Brett had said, "Jeff, please try and get here." We couldn't. We were raising money for some homeless children there. But what I wanted to say was, I I, I looked online, I saw a lot of stuff. Uh, can you dial it back now several days later and just tell me what you were feeling, not only going into it, but at the end of it? Yeah, it just, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't know much about uh, the event and they made it a little bit of an event and I didn't really care to have that <laughs> at all, but they didn't listen to me, them meaning <laughs> I think my two sons and the administration, I think the administration got a hold of Brett and Rob and and uh, not Rob as much because he's coaching with us now, but Brad as well. And uh, they wouldn't take no for an answer, uh, I guess. Uh, I didn't know until the day before, and they all knew all kinds of stuff. And you know what? Uh, they were right, and I was wrong because it was just, uh, you know, the whole game situation was fine and, and a regular game uh, versus those guys. And, you know, a hard-fought game, of course, but uh, we ended up on top. But it wasn't the game as much for me as seeing all those other guys that flew in, uh, traveled in, live around here uh, from all ages. And, and it, it was just tremendous to see them. It wasn't, it wasn't the event. The event is always the football game, but, but, and I just never thought that uh, anything could come off that well. It was short uh, to the point, but they were there the whole time. When, when I saw all those guys, I mean, you know, flying in and doing it way out of their way. That's what I didn't want, but yet I guess they wanted to hug and stuff. Cause I hug every one of them and we were laughing and it, it was a, it was something. Um, so I, I have to say that, you know, I wouldn't have organized that at all and didn't, but it was just fun. I mean, they were having a good time, I think. And, and certainly I was, uh, especially once, once the game ended, so it was just a, a great night. 
Yeah, well, I guess, I guess Father doesn't always know best to go back to a black-and-white TV show. <laughs> Brett and Rob did a great job, and as yeah. you said, the administrators, uh, for people around the country listening, uh, Mission Viejo, number 21, currently in the High School Football America Top 100 playoffs starting this weekend here in, in the toughest uh, division in, in America, no doubt about that. And uh, you beat San Clemente. It was a battle of unbeatens to win the South Coast Championship. Um you know, it, it's kind of funny because you talk about the hugs and all that, and I, I said this at the beginning, I, I really do respect you because you do things the right way. You've been doing this for decades. Um, talk a little bit, if you can, about how you feel about the impact you've had on student-athletes, whether it's, you know, in 2017 or, or, or back in the 80s. Uh, uh, how have you seen the growth of student-athletes and the way you approach that and the way coaches these days coming into the profession should? Yeah, they, uh, you know, a lot of those players would have laughed at, at some of the things I do now. Probably I think <laughs> things change a little bit, you know, uh, I might've been a little rougher back then in the Whitehall days. Uh, I don't know that, you know, only they can judge that, but they were there as well and they didn't throw anything at me or do anything but hug me. So, you know, it must work both ways. I, I think, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I've mellowed at all. I don't think I have, but people tell me I have and good that's the time to get out I guess but uh you know I I know I have uh yeah to take that back I you know I just I think I just see more now and and stuff I've, I'm I'm still a, a sort of rough guy that way with kids especially on game night but um you know it's just the way I react to to referees or to or to just the game itself it's uh it's real important to me to um, to represent and make sure we're getting all we need from a call or from, from our, from our game plan, you know? So, uh, and a lot of people, I don't think, uh, spend that much time concerned about those things, but you know, the little things count and I, I just try to hit them all. Yeah. But, uh, I think I rambled too much right there and didn't no, really say much. It, no, you did. You did. No, I don't you... think I answered any question <laughs> at all, but, you know, that's, that's me. That... But they, it was, uh, yeah. Well, I've gotten to know you. you there, no, no, you don't do that. Uh, there's there's nuggets in everything. Bob Johnson is on the line on High School Football America tonight, the legendary coach. And I won't use that uh, word to ask you a question, but I, I use that out of respect. 300-plus wins, everything that you have done. You've been a state championship coach here. Um, but you mentioned Brett and Rob, um, you know, both quarterbacks under you. Uh, and, and, of course, right. Rob going on to, a, you know, a little bit of a bigger NFL career than Brett, but Brett also playing in the NFL and CFL. And now you're, you're coaching him. And you've said right. to me in the past that you've been tough on those kids. When they were, quarter, when they were your quarterback, uh, there was no tougher coach out there and all that. And now you've had a chance through the years to coach with them. Tell me a little bit about that relationship. I know you love your kids. We can also talk about Brock, who's Brett's son, who was a quarterback at Mission. But tell me a little bit about what you've right. learned by, by coaching your sons and then also having them arm-in-arm arm as coaches. Well, with uh, with both of them not around all the time at the same time, you know, it was uh, Brett first being the oldest and and not, uh, like you said, he, he got a shot with this team or that team and then ended up, you know, in Canada and, you know, very little past the uh, past his career, uh, which was uh, which was back uh, back east. He was. Uh, played his final stuff back there, but he, he's, uh, he was into the coaching ranks uh, a lot faster than Rob. Rob had the, had the, uh, 
wherewithal to play it at the other school. Um, Brett was at UCLA, Rob's at SC. So we, we had all those different colors at our school, at our house. <laughs> um, but, uh, they're, they're, they're different kids, but they're best friends. Um, I think, I, I don't know about other people's two sons or two daughters and how it works, but those two are, are best friends, uh, would fight with each other all the time, but not mean anything. They just, uh, in the same way in football, Brett was a, a tire biter and, and a tough guy, uh, as a personality hard to, you know, tough on kids, but, but yet the, the good ones and all the guys that know him, uh, respected all that. Cause he's a hard worker and, and quite a coach, but, but he was a little bit more like me. I think that way Rob's, uh, I have always said Brett's a golden retriever or Brett's a bulldog and, and Rob's a golden retriever. That's the best way to say it. I think, uh, in dog terms. Uh, so they, you know, but they're, but they're just best friends. And, and I, and I like that, and of course, and, uh, both of them really good coaches. Uh, Brett had the longer stint of coaching, um, because of, uh, his careers and stuff. Um, had great careers both ways and ended up marrying a gal back East. And that would have never happened if he wasn't back there after leaving. So, and they've got had a great family, uh, uh, together and always out here. She's, she's a Midwest gal or back East gal, and, but they traveled back here and met her back there crying out loud. And, and that's been awesome. And Rob had the longer stand, of course, and the pros and, in college and a four-year starter at SC. Um, he's, uh, you know, had the less uh, career coming out of, of high school only because I'm, I'm not a very happy camper uh, for him <laughs> because I played a guy that, uh, you know, I had him play another position. So he was a, <laughs> he's all ready to play quarterback and ready to play quarterback and I played Steve Stenstrom who you know had a career at, uh, as well <laughs> and yeah yeah not bad you know not a not not a big one but uh, but plenty big for people and Steve's a great kid had a year on Rob who's a you know multi-sport athlete baseball basketball and football as Brett was two of them um so so Rob you know just didn't have as much but I still uh, catch crap for it, but he played receiver that year and was all CIF receiver. So, you know, all those things, I'm just sort of rambling about my sons. Like you asked me to, yeah. uh, that's their personalities. That's their deal. And Rob, you know, probably holds that against me if, if he ever was man enough to tell me, but <laughs> I didn't ask him, you but I know to. it wasn't popular. <laughs> and he, he got in though. I, I, I made sure. And Steve was worried. Uh, cause I mean, Rob's pretty special and, uh, you know, it, it was, it was hard, but yet it worked out. And so that worked out real well, I think. <laughs> and we had a very good team again, then, uh, as Brett did all the way through. So we're used to winning. We hate losing, uh, as everybody does, but, uh, it's just been, and the champion of all of them is our, is Debbie. She's, she's the bomb. I can hear the emotion in the in the voice there with that one, and I I, I, 
I, I think that, and I was going to actually touch upon that, and I don't know if with the emotions being what they are right now is, is the appropriate time, but you couldn't have done it without her. And I think, and I've, I've asked some other coaches on this show this before, um, what goes into being the, 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 the woman behind the coach? Um, can you put that into words without me getting a little too uh, emotional for you? Yeah, she's uh that's hard. Well, maybe so I'll that's a hard one. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll I'll, I'll maybe later. I think yeah, I think that one sums it up right there and I'll I'll we'll go back to a little bit of football. Maybe this one's a tough one too. I don't mean to go all Oprah on you here, Coach Johnson, but um Right. Uh when I met you, you had your grandson uh as your quarterback. He's now at UC Davis and I loved Brock. Brock is a yeah. class act kid and, and I think that's maybe the first time you said, Well, maybe I did get a little soft here and, and Brock would say, Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I, sure. I I hear the stories that dad tells me. Uh what yeah. was it like to coach yeah. your grandson? I, I know you and I have had this conversation, but I'd love for, for the listeners to hear about it. Yeah, it was really special. I mean, you know, it really was. He's uh, another easy one for me. You know, um, I was uh, his, cause Brett was his coach at that time and stuff here. And, and Rob was still playing. Um, but um, you know, that was, that was special to win the state title with him and all those kids that played with him, you know, and, and now he's still playing and having a good time. And he's, uh, he's different than all of us, man. That dude was, uh, I don't know. He must've got both Brett and Sierra or not Sierra, that's his daughter and Shalene. They, they just did a terrific job with him somehow, how they're just terrific people. Number one, but, that dude is like, it's, he, I wish he wasn't my grandson because people that know, know what I'm, you know, going to say about him. He's just, uh, he, if you just saw him the other night at the game and he was personally probably responsible. I didn't even ask, but I know he was of just getting this place packed. I mean, 300 people flying in and doing stuff in that ceremony. It was Brock, man. Just don't. And he doesn't say anything and I don't even know how to do those kind of things. And I'm not, but he, he, he is beyond his years. If, if he's walking down the campus here, he'd be the one to pick up a piece of paper without knowing that nobody's seeing him. And this is said by shit. I'm working most of the time here. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm not seeing Brock. Brock mm-hmm. will take care of himself, but he is like, like old school, like an old, old grandpa soul. or something. He's an old He's, soul, yeah. Oh, my God, is he an old soul. And it's uh, his parents and, you know, all the things that he went through. And and he was, you know, breath's tough on people. But, man, it worked out, man. That, that dude is, like, I'm telling you, every teacher here would have him numero uno, I swear. It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, so... I, I just, uh, enough said about him. He yeah. just, he's a, I don't know, man. He, he he's uh, something. I'll, and I'll, I'll echo a couple of things because I did have a chance to meet him for two years. I mean, what a, everything, oh my that, gosh. other thing that, that granddad just said there is absolutely the truth. He's an old soul. He, he gets it. Um, I, you know, he'll, he'll change the oh world boy. one day. He'll change the world one day and we'll just, leave yeah, it whatever he ends up doing, you know, maybe he just goes in the thing that, you know, he's spoken for, big crowds with Brett and Shalene already with the stuff that she does and Brett does. 
for a living. I mean, but he probably won't even do that kind of stuff. I don't even know what he'll do. He could be a coach. I mean, big time, but I don't know what's in his brain, but, and, and whether he plays up there or not, you know, he goes, goes out to, to begin with his choice was, uh, was back East, you know, and he went to Georgetown. Well, he's just man enough and and all those kind of things to know that that's not for him. Mm -hmm. Um, they just, they don't play, you know, he's used to getting yelled at and playing (laughs) tough and doing stuff. And, and they just football wasn't important there at all. Obviously check their record, but I'm not saying the whole group of them back there, but Georgetown, they maybe play basketball, but football, Brett said, Rob said, or, um, Brock said, Oh, dad, coach, I, grandpa, I can't do this, man. You know, he, he just, they don't work at it. So, so now he's up there with a tire biter and a great guy. So he's up at, uh, up with Hawk. Yep. At Davis. So it's going to go well. Oh, gotcha. I, 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 oh yeah. Going, I don't they want... love him. I, I don't know if he'll ever play there. I don't know what it is. He, I'm sure he will someday, but, and probably help him a lot, but that doesn't even matter when you're talking about him and, and, and Hawk. He's yep. just loving it up there. Yeah. And so anyway, enough. Way too much on him. No, it, no. And, and well, I could probably spend an hour, the entire hour here with you, but I got some other things. And, and we're talking. And for Debbie, for my wife, Go now ahead. that I've done my thing. Okay. She, you know, she's, and, and a lot of coaches will say the same thing, and I'm sure it's way true. But you can't be any stronger than she has been for all of them, all of us. So she's off the chart. And she's at every game and knows football so well. But, you know, she doesn't live that. She's a bright gal that reads and does all kinds of stuff that I don't do uh, that way. But she's the she's the stone boy of all of us. She's the real coach of the team. Let's put it. The Johnson team is yep, head, she, headed she, by Tim. She sure is. <laughs> uh, mm. You know, we talked a lot about quarterbacks because of your sons, because of Brock. Um, and, right. and you've had some great names there uh, with, with you along the way, people that don't well, know Well, you this. left off the, the best one. I'm the quarterback. Well, that's, that, that's where I was going. I wasn't going to talk about Sanchez or Carson Palmer. I was going to talk about Bob Johnson, the, the kid that was a, a quarterback when he was a young kid. What? what yeah, ha- I was sure young. All right. Yeah. So, so and, uh, ha- no, I, how has that helped you through the years when it comes to uh, coaching these guys and, and being kind of called a coach, uh, quarterback with or whatever they've said about you, about your, your talent for coaching that position. Yeah, I just, uh, from, you know, the Elite 11 that it started and all that stuff, and just I've always been a quarterback guy and always played it and stuff, and no matter what I did playing it, it's just uh, that's my passion, and that always was, and even got me away from coaching for those years with the Elite 11. So uh, that was a very, very nice period. Now they've got other things they do with it and stuff. That's not what it was. It was us picking guys back then that, you know, and I say us because I had a lot of help, but, you know, on all these trips and going to see them and da-da-da-da-da-da, now they mostly rely on just, you know, just, oh, that guy's hot, man. He's this and that, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's uh, But it, back then when it first started and where, the way we played it and the way I took them places and stuff, um, now it's a show, you know, now it's TV and stuff. I don't yeah. You don't want that of high school kids, but so that's ruined it, but in my opinion, but that was great. And, uh, you know, somehow it helped me into fooling people more and thinking I was the guru of some sort, but a lot of great coaches out there and, you know, 
I take a back seat to a lot of them. So, but I enjoy quarterback and I enjoy that game of football. Uh, I've had some great times with it. How have the student athletes changed? Uh, Not necessarily at the quarterback position, or you can talk about that if you want, because I know you'll, you'll go where you want, but uh, how has the student athlete changed over the decades? Coaching them, I should say. Yeah, they're, uh, depending on how, what, what, what the coaches do, you know, um, again, when they come here kind of thing with me being, uh, they're like a little bit afraid maybe or something, that's probably a wrong word, but, um, but I get close to them real fast, but I don't get too close and, and I'm just old school. So I, I don't let things that would normally happen in places. I think, uh, I hope not, but I think they do. Um, I don't let them go. I, they're, they're not going to do that. They're not going to, they won't play for me. I just don't, I can't live with that. So, and I'm not a drill sergeant. I just, I try to do it in the right way and it's worked out, um, where it's hasn't hurt me. Um, I don't think so. It just, I, I, I see people coddling to these kids and telling them how good they are and, 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 you know, come to my camp over here. It's, a, you know, they came to my camp, they're, they're just being taught stuff. And I tell them right away, you know, I've got a stack of stuff back here that, you know, that, that I tell them and, and they have to listen to those things. It's like how you're treating your mom when you left or, how, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I think I, if I do anything right, it's off season, maybe with, you know, not changing. I, I just, I don't treat the, the prima donna kids that are just blue chip and they're all going down. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. I, I try to humble them as much as I can without, you know, I respect them and I love getting those kind of, especially the ones that get it. Um, if they don't get it, they're probably not here very long. Correct. Um, yep. I, I just, I, I just, too, there's too many people that coddle them and, and tell them things. And uh, that's not good. Uh, I just, uh, I can't speak for them, but I, I just don't, you know, yeah, real life, not loud. Real life is tough. at my age. I've, uh, yeah. At my age, I've coached so many guys. Sometimes I'd go to those elite 11s that we were running and all across the country. And I wouldn't take the blue chip kid of, that everybody's just drooling after and wants his autograph and stuff. I, I take them if I like them, but yet a lot of them, I didn't like because of that. They're not going to be as successful. And most of the time they're not, mm-hmm. you yep. can't, you can't think you're all that. I mean, they're high school kids. And I, so I'm really different that way. I just don't believe in, I, I like to back them up and not go forward so much. Just, yes. would you just enjoy high school and, and, and all the things that you're going to learn? Um, so I, that's, no, not 95% of the kids when they walk off after that last senior game are done with the sport. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact. You've got to learn wow, other things no out doubt. there. It is. Bob Johnson yeah. on the line. We're going to wrap up with what's, what's here and now, uh, a regular season that's undefeated, nationally ranked in all the polls. I know that doesn't mean a hill of beans to you, but you're in one of the – not one of – it is the toughest playoff division in America. Uh, we've talked about, you know, mm-hmm. you've got all these private schools you've got to go up against as a public school. You're, you're kind of battling uphill all the time. But um, tell me yeah, a little that's, bit of – 
Yeah, Real, uh, that's another conversation that, for me. that'll go on for yeah. a long time. I, I said it for you. But my question is, as you go into this postseason, what is the goal knowing that when you get that Allen, hopefully it ends with a W, that's it. So how, how are you approaching this? Are the kids, did you hear the kids talking about it? That, hey, we got to win this for Coach Johnson. What, what's the kind no, of No, 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 no. And if they do, they've kept it away from me. That, that You know, that's just... Uh, you know, high school kids and, and God bless them. You know, if they feel that special and stuff about everything that's gone on and that adds to, to our, our, uh, what, how we're going to play. I don't think it does, but if it does, you know, good for them, you know, I want it for them. And so, uh, we'll have a, we'll have a tough time. Obviously, um, it wouldn't be a Las Vegas would not have us, you know, pick to win this thing and, and that's fine. Um, but you know, we're just giving our best shot and, um, and we're going against some people that, um, have different set of rules than we do. So it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough deal. Yeah. There's no doubt when you, you know, when you go out there to recruit and do that stuff that we've talked about before. Um, I just, if somebody recruits from here, I, I told you, I, one of my coaches were doing anything at all. And everybody thinks because of our winning records and stuff that, that that's what I do all the time. That's what Bob does. He's a cheater. And he, and I, so I don't even worry about them, but uh, that, but I'm okay with the privates. It's just, they, uh, here we go again. You didn't care about me saying this. Stuff, but they, <laughs> no. they just shouldn't be uh, in the same division uh, with Mission Viejo High School. So, but there's nobody more competitive and our kids than myself that when we, if we're fortunate enough to win this first one and then the second one, we'll face uh, modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously they've got to win and stuff too, but that's going to happen. But if we happen to win, then that's, and, and I'm and our staff and our players, uh, once that happens, if it happens, I, I really hope it does. Um, but the CIF knows how I feel about that. I mean, the CIF has really, really done bad things. I mean, their whole division is, is this, you know, their whole division of this thing we're in is, is about the privates. I mean, I'll put it in perspective. I'll put it in perspective. Five of the 16 teams in this division are public and you right. guys are the creme de la creme. And they'll be gone. Yeah. And right. Yeah. At, at some yeah. point. Now, you know, we, there's, like I said, our staff, I just, Scott, I just love our staff. And, and I think we are better that way than the other people that, that that's just me. And, but and their staff's probably just awesome too. I don't know, but I know ours is, and I know what we could do. Um, and I just, I really hope not just because it's two more games of playing, cause I don't want it to end, um, that, w- that we go against them. Uh, and, and, we want it yep. um, and we'll give them some trouble, but we may not even get there. Uh, you know, we've got to one this week. So got a tough break. Uh, certainly could, we do. We do. And that's fine. That's, that's what it's fine. Except, you know, it's, it's tough because it's private. Yep. No, I got it. And by the way, it is six, not uh, Nick, not five. But anyway, let's wrap up with something. What was and, that six? What, what was that? Uh, six te- it's six teams in the bracket that are actually public, but 
uh, either oh, okay. either way. I, I just wanted to here or there. Yeah, on my my side of the the ledger. And then just to, to wrap up with, um, and, and and I know you 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 like like you said you sometimes you like to ramble on a question, but I want to try and get you as succinct as I can. So um, you know, you're, you this is it. You're done. You walk away. Um, five years from now, you're probably sitting there someplace, uh, maybe at a football game, maybe watching a football game. <laughs> if, if, if you heard one of your former players talking, what would you like to hear him say about Coach Johnson? If, you make, if that question makes sense to you. That he was, yeah. that he was fair and, and loved all the players. That's pretty succinct. I think that's a good good way to go out on, Coach. Well, we appreciate your time, your friendship. We hope you do have a deep, long run into the postseason. I know you like a challenge, so if you get to that modern-day game, if it's two down the road, uh, all I have to say is you may want to remember De La Salle, right? You, you guys have played De La Salle yeah. once <laughs> and did pretty darn yeah, well. We <laughs> yeah, 50-50 with them. I've always wanted to play them again, but they hang up and don't answer the phone. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bob Johnson, the head coach at Mission Viejo, taking a break, staying here in Southern California. When we come back, we're going to talk with the uh, star linebacker, all-state linebacker for Corona Centennial, number nine in the High School Football America Top 100 cam pitcher. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in. It's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America is brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage, plus coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, we're going a little further west here. We started out in Mission Viejo talking with Mission Viejo head coach Bob Johnson, and now we're going to the Inland Empire in Southern California and one of the, uh, the top linebackers in the state of California on one of the top teams in the nation, uh, Corona Centennial, the uh, Huskies, number nine in the High School Football America Top 100. And uh, we had Tanner McKee, their star quarterback, on the show uh, earlier this year before the season started. We all know the Huskies can put up a lot of points when it comes to high school football, but I think what gets overlooked with them having such a great offense is how good their defense can be. And the Huskies have a good one led by uh, Cam Pitcher, who's their uh, uh, leading tackler this year, or near the top on the stats list. He was there last year, All-State uh, linebacker here in the state of California, and Cam's on the line to join us right now to talk about what's been uh, another good year for the Huskies as they get closer and closer to the postseason. Welcome to the show, Cam. Uh, thank you, Jeff. 
Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it is. And like I said, it, it, it's funny how, you know, you guys just put up points in bunches, and, and, and sometimes defensively that means you're only playing, uh, at least in the regular season, half a football game or so. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the defense for the Huskies and, and what you've been a part of since there. You, I think you, your first start was actually in the state championship game against De La Salle several years back. But uh, describe for the people out there how good this defense is and kind of the philosophy what you guys have and the coaching staff has when it comes to Husky D. Was uh, starting in the sophomore year, going into junior year, you know, we didn't really change that much, you know, a little few adjustments, but definitely going from junior to senior year right now, the defense philosophy has completely changed. And, you know, we've really just gone after it, just a lot of attack, attack, lots of blitzing, lots of man coverage. Definitely trying to just pressure that quarterback and make him uncomfortable in the pocket. Talking to Cam Pitcher tonight, linebacker for the uh, Centennial Huskies uh, out of Corona, California, uh, number nine in the High School Football America Top 100. Uh, you guys had a, a, a test early on, and I, I wanted to go back to that game against IMG. Uh, obviously, the only loss you've had this year, but you know, kind of a lot of adversity there, uh, getting down to the point after Tanner got hurt to your third string quarterback, uh, which put a lot of pressure on the defense as well. Uh, what, what did you guys draw out of that? You had two battles with them, two straight eight years but how did you kind of use that you know loss as motivation to get you fired up to, to complete the rest of the regular season uh, you know it, it was a lot like last year where you know you're so close but yet still so far and it, it definitely gave us a whole lot of motivation going in like you know what like you know we ha- we had an opportunity and you know what they they ended up on top but that doesn't mean that we're bad it just means you know we're going to get them next time you know we've got to go in Going, going hard, 100%, and just getting ready for... Two weeks ago, a tough battle against your arch-rival, Norco. I got to watch it on Fox Sports West, uh, tied 28-all. I think a lot of people were uh, taking a deep breath there for that one. Uh, but then uh, a, a big change at halftime. Defense stepped up. Obviously, the offense uh, uh, put up a bunch of points. I, I think they ended up with 63. Tell me a little bit about that game, uh, especially since, as I said, for a, a stretch there, you guys weren't really playing the full game because you were involved in blowouts. So what, what happened at halftime that kind of got the, the stage set for the second half against Norco in that win? Uh, definitely just uh, our coaches are so amazing as a defensive staff at just identifying at, you know, what we're doing and what they're doing and, you know, what's not working, what's working. And so, you know, during halftime, uh, me, uh, the coaches had me along and, you know, we, we came up with the uh, adjustments, the right adjustments to basically just stop what, stop what they're doing and you know, had to go out and just uh, – do what the coaches are asking us to do. Tell me a little bit about your role as a senior and a leader on that defensive unit. How, how do you kind of approach it? Are you a guy that gets in there and yells a lot? You, you lead by example? How, how do you approach the leadership role? Uh, this year, I'm pretty much got to do everything. Coaches will uh, signal in the calls, and then I, I got I will echo it to the rest of the defense. I'll make sure the guys are lined up, make sure they hear the call. And if uh, we don't like what the offense came out of against uh, what we're doing, then I will, you know, change change the defensive scheme and get us talking with Cam Pitcher tonight, uh, Corona Centennial All-State linebacker. Uh, just I call him a tackling machine, and I'm not the only one that said that. But uh, check out his, his huddle highlights. This this kid goes sideline to sideline, and you know I mentioned Cam because of some of the, the the lopsided victories that you guys tend to have in the regular season, outside of when you play these these big games in in non-league. Um, you, you don't get a lot of time to play, you know, four quarters and all that. And then, you know, when you get to the postseason, you do. Hey, what do you guys do to kind of make sure that you 
you're, uh, you know, you're ready for that four quarters as opposed to uh, a couple of times you sent me your highlights. You said, Jeff, you said, Jeff, here's what I have. I've got two halves. I, I've got two quarters. They were really good, but I only had two. So <laughs> how do you keep your guys kind of, uh, you know, physically ready for a four quarter battle as you get ready for the postseason? Uh, just like any great team, it starts in practice. Uh, Coach Logan has great, great practices. Uh, we don't really even really do that much conditioning just because our, our practices are so fast-paced. They're, they're pretty much modeled after you know what you, see, what you might see in college. And it, the practices are so fast-paced, and there's a high intensity, lots of competition, just every practice throughout the week. And you know that, that's really what keeps us in shape and basically ready to go four quarters overtime just being ready for anything yeah and and for those of you that have not ever seen a uh, centennial offense the huskies just have uh, it, it's a, a thing of beauty and you're talking about the speed there and the pacing and i always i always point out to people i i, I take pictures on the sidelines and show them the splits up front it's it's insane they're like oh they're in punt formation i'm like no, <laughs> that's their offensive splits but what <laughs> what i want to get to with that question is and it goes back to the conditioning um what's it like to to go against that because I guess it's ones against ones I would assume uh, during practice and all that how, how good is your offense and how good is Tanner in your eyes uh, uh, our, our offense is probably uh, definitely one of the best we'll play against in league uh, definitely off season and definitely one of the best offenses we're going to go against in the playoffs as far as just how accurate uh, Tanner Key is you know he, he has such a quick release he's able to see over the line great decision making so He's definitely one. It's it's great that as a defense we get to practice against such an amazing quarterback like you. You know, it's it's hard. Uh, you guys obviously play you know some of these good teams in the non-league schedule, but it, it's kind of hard when you get to the CIF Southern section and everybody that writes about you or talks about the team, you know, wants to talk about you know modern day St. John Bosco and Corona Centennial. What you know, they're they're trying to put the cart before the horse there. How how hard is it for the the team to keep focused on the fact? No knowing that you're going, to, you're going to have to win a few games before those other games come up? Uh, I, I'd probably say it starts in January, just like every season. I'll tell you, our coaching staff has one expectation and from the first practice, first weightlifting session, all the way to the end, and that is playing in that December you know, 22nd, 23rd game right before Christmas, either in Sacramento or down here for that big state championship. That, that is our mindset and attitude starting from day one, and they really do implement it 12, uh, 12 months a year every practice every day that 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 is our goal yeah and and with the teams that are are so good down here with obviously the huskies being included as a media person uh, you you can't help but kind of peek ahead but (laughs) one game at a time you got to use that uh that coach or players speak there camp pitcher is on the line a linebacker for corona centennial a leading tackler uh, at the top of the the list i'm not sure where we are right now but i know the stats wise you're right there Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, something you and i have talked about offline I, i love looking at your tape I, I, I've you know tried to help out and pass it around to some coaches here you've got offers from the Ivy League that means you've got uh, one or two A's on your report card I would assume but tell me a little bit about the the recruiting process and where things are for you right now uh, right now I'm holding on to uh, my, my my first uh, uh, scholarship at College of Idaho um, I've got a preferred walk-on from Stanford and you know lots of lot, lots of interest all, all around but uh those are the only two you know, that, that I've gotten so far. 
but you're uh, you're you know one of the things you're learning is you got to market yourself. I've been I've been kind of watching you from afar here, and uh, what, what's that like for you? when you're out there? You know, sending your 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 huddle you know highlights out there and all that. What like what's your pitch? Well, you know, when you're when you're either emailing a coach or doing what you can, obviously within the rules. How how do you market yourself, and what have you learned uh, through this recruiting process about yourself? You know, six feet. Uh, 220 linebacker, you know, uh, he, and he's outplaying the your 6'2 commits, really. I mean, you know, it, it's not all about size. You know, it's about the heart. And, I mean, I think the film speaks for itself as far as my my playing capabilities. I, I think I could really handle myself at the next level. So I'm, I'm just waiting on, you know, some colleges to believe in that. Yep, and, you know, you just keep grinding, and, you know, good things come to good people. Cam Pitcher on the line. Cam, tell me a little bit about it, because I was joking, but you obviously do have a few A's on the report card for Stanford's and Cornell's and, and whatnot, but what about the balancing of, of, of a true student-athlete? Uh, how how difficult is it, uh, especially in season, and what do you do to make sure that, you know, you're, you're meeting the expectations in the classroom and on the field? Uh, you know, what's so nice about me is, you know, my dad, he's pushing sports, and then my mom, she gets to focus on all the academics. So she's definitely <laughs> always she's definitely always in my ear making sure, you know, did you do this assignment? Did you do this homework? How did you do on this test? So she, she definitely keeps me, uh, you know, motivated and, you know, on task as far as getting, getting the school works first because, you know, student athletes, as reminded me, students comes first. You know, it, it, it's lovely having her, her around. <laughs> Gotta love it. Mom and Dad making sure that uh, Cam's uh, head, head is not too far in the clouds there. Uh, Cam Pitcher on the line. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, they're number nine in the High School Football America Top 100, uh, ranked in all the national ranking services. It's a special year so far, like you said, getting to the postseason. So what are you guys, you know, kind of defensively saying? You know, if you if you had to put one or two things, I always call it a chalk board, but it's probably a grease board right now. But what are those things that you guys are talking Talking about that, you got to do to put yourself in a position to play for a Southern Section Division One championship and maybe get to that Open Division Championship game here in California. What do you What do you guys need to do? Uh, right now, we're uh, just a hundred percent effort. You know, uh, every game we grade, uh, the coaches will you know look at every play and and grade our grade the uh, defensive team on our pursuit. You know. How many guys do we have around the ball? Because if we have 11 guys flying to the ball, then it, it really does limit the chances of them, you know, busting a play, scoring touchdowns, live for another down, and then just, you know, just pressure, all pressure. You know, how many hits can we get on the quarterback before the fourth quarter and make sure he's rattled? And, you know, it, it, it increases our chances of, you know, maybe coming up with a big uh, motivational switch play in the fourth quarter that could, you know, help give, give the offense the ball. Well, we've enjoyed having you on the show here. Uh, continued success uh, and, and best of luck with the recruiting. But, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I know you got a, one game at a time, but we're sure out here in Southern California looking for some, some showdown there, some, somewhere in the semifinals of the playoffs. So look yeah. forward to that. That's Cam Pitcher, star linebacker for Corona Centennial, as the Huskies look to improve upon their number nine ranking currently in the High School Football America Top 100. All right, that's going to do it for this evening's show. If you missed any of it, you can listen to it in its entirety or any of our past shows by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Just click on a radio show, and all of the archives are there for you, free and downloadable. Don't forget, throughout the evening, keep coming back to highschoolfootballamerica.com to check out all of the scores, see how your favorite team's doing with those 
state-by-state, and top 100 scoreboards powered by ScoreStream. Also brought to you tonight by Crossover, Echo 1612, Southern Sports, TDI Razor. Use that code H. Use that code HSFA to get a 30% discount on your order. And also brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. I want to thank Bob Johnson for joining us on the show, Mission Viejo and Corona Centennial. Cam Pitcher joining us as well. Both of those teams in the CIF Southern Section Division I playoff. 16 teams, and they're all good. Should be a great battle here in Southern California. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's show. This is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to the High School Football America radio show.